Hello there and welcome to Core Communication, a Corley Gaia podcast of conversation between your Pasta Core interns of 2020. I'm today's host, Yol, one of three PR interns, and today I'm here with... Hi guys, I'm Angelo Fuego, and uh, I'm a social coordinator intern. Hi Angelo, how was your day? Pretty good. It was, uh, I had work today, and mm. it wasn't as bad, because it's been cold, but uh, yeah, not too bad. Very, very chill. Beautiful. All right. Um, so some preliminary questions to get to know you as today's show would be about you. Can you tell me your date of birth? Oh, okay. uh, my, my birthday is uh, actually coming up. It's December 3rd and I was born in 2000. Oh, beautiful. I can't wait to, I don't know. Don't <laughs> <laughs> celebrate. Yeah. Um, and then the, my next question preliminary question which sock do you put on first uh i put the right one on first always not always well i can't guarantee always but the one that i noticed myself putting on first is the right one mm. nice okay so about you can you tell us or tell me a little bit of your family life as much as you want like What's what's your family like and how you play a part in your family? So my family is, uh, I would say I have like a very loving family. Mm. Uh, so of course my mom and dad are so loving, but uh, I also have two older brothers and I'm the youngest. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's really for me it's important to say that like I look up to my brothers a lot because some like in my life they they were probably there for me more than my parents I would say right but it's definitely they they helped me a lot with you know my character my personality and such so that my brothers have a really big part in my life mm-hmm. uh for family for what part I play in my family uh can you go in more, more in depth with that question, actually? Um, well, I actually, I actually don't know about this question. Okay. But if, if I were to rephrase it, it'd probably go like, what do you... It's like what your, what your role is in the family. Like, you have your brother who, who takes care of everyone. You have your other brother who does this. And then what do you do? Um, so since I'm the youngest... I'm, I would see myself as like the baby. They mm. see me as the baby of the group. So they really, they still kind of treat me as like a kid, even though I'm almost turning 20, around turning 20. Like, <laughs> right. But, uh, um, at least in my family, what I can tell is that I'm, I think I'm the one that like, I, I, I try to make, in, in my role in my family, I try to make everybody like smile and be happy. I think right. that's like the role that I, I, I am where I try to strive for. Uh, I usually like when I'm in a, uh, when we're all together, because both my brothers, they're not here in California. One of them's in, my oldest is in uh, Reno. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the middle brother is in Iowa. And whenever we're all together though, I find myself like being the one that always like, you know, the cracks a joke or is like cracks mm-hmm. joke or is like the, uh, you know, is, trying being the comedic one or something 
uh, and maybe being a little reckless too because i guess that's like that that's kind of shows how like oh you know i'm still young even if i am turning this old but for me definitely i'm i may be seen as the baby but i do i i find myself the one that always tries to like make them smile that's key so like you're the one who brings the family together maybe not physically but conversationally yeah, conversationally yeah even even sometimes physically mm. like well, uh, even without me having to to uh really say it because even my um last time my whole family got together again was uh my graduation year i think yeah or it was uh 2019 so when i graduated from high school mm -hmm. and, and my brother surprised me and it's yeah. like i find like i think it's like you saying that um i'm the one that brings them together i think that's pretty accurate too man you bring the whole family together everyone everyone's waiting for you to grow up <laughs> even though you're already damn you're 20 yeah i know right <laughs> so uh tell me about your interests what are you what are your hobbies interests things that you enjoy mm. um i have a lot of interests but i think the three big ones is definitely uh one of them is for sure playing video games i've been playing video games so now since i was like a kid like watching my brothers play uh and i'm on console i'm on you know playstation mm. uh, <laughs> since since playstation one dude <laughs> so uh i've definitely been gaming like for almost all my life and the games the big games that i've played i really take my time into probably like uh call of duty for sure mm. um, rocket league was a big big one and overwatch right uh, those are three are probably the big ones that i really devoted time into um but other than that like i also look for single player experiences like mm -hmm. i think the games that i devoted a lot of hours into are like like the fallout series uh right. Tsushima recently came out amazing mm -hmm. game uh and other like games that are like kind of first person uh exploring the world type of thing mm -hmm. another of my hobbies is uh i like to sing a lot actually mm -hmm. I, I do uh I do sing occasionally. I was part of my church choir uh for a few years. I'm a tenor, by the way. So um I do like singing. I don't really see myself like uh, like you know as, as a really good singer, but it's something that I'm like, oh, you know, I love singing. I was like I've been in I, I was in the choir for PCN last year. And I don't know, I do, I feel like whenever I sing it's just such like a stress reliever. And there's like and it's like an inside joke, but like whenever I'm in like my friends' cars, we're always playing music. I always know the lyrics to like almost every song that comes on, and it's like, like they they're just like, dude, why do you know everything? <laughs> <laughs> You're the radio. I know the radio, so I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I just I I like this music, man. But mm -hmm. yeah, definitely singing. And um, another big one that I also not a lot of people know about me, but. I build a, I build like model kits. Actually. Yeah, I seen that. That was yeah, that's that's tight as hell. Yeah, I build models. So they're they're, you know, not like car or anything, but like a, a Gundam model kits. Mm. Of course, Gundam is like the 
giant Japanese robot you sometimes see probably. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been doing that since a kid. I've been doing that since like I was like in elementary school and I've taken that through like with me through like high school and even college. And to me, it's definitely like a, uh, it's, like, it's, it's such a stress reliever because mm. so like when you're building model kits, it often takes like a few hours to like a pretty, pretty good chunk of your time. But it's like something you devote, or I, devote I devote myself into and it's like the finished product looks so good. I just take care of, uh, I, whenever I put the parts together and I detail them and like line them, make them look good. It's like, it's a, uh, very fulfilling for sure right and i've probably built over like 50 kids 50 kids in my life just uh, uh they've just been around if you even if in my room like you'll see them just around but it's definitely like i love the show too i love gundam mm -hmm. so i love all i've watched multiple series so it's like my interest in it is like very very strong mm -hmm. those are probably the three big interest and hobbies I have yeah. so um what's the most expensive kit that you've built mm. <sighs> shoot um so damn. probably so there's like different in Gundam there's different grades right mm. which is like grades are like basically difficulties and like the amount of pieces and such that goes into a kit mm -hmm. and like also it corresponds with different scales so um and this is just for context but um like the one of the like mo the most common and like versatile grade is a high grade and that's one 144 so that's around like five like five six inches a bit maybe a little, a little smaller um and then if you go to master grade I'm sorry, high grade kits are usually like twenty, thirty dollars. Uh and go to master grade, which is one one hundred, that's around like eight to ten inches. Wow. Like, like this big. And those are usually run from like fifty to hundred. And th there's crazy ones like perfect grade, which has like more ha has a lot of parts and it takes like LED wiring and such. Like you actually need to know like you need wow. to be you know, I've never had a perfect grade because I I'm not good with that kind of stuff, right. but it's like, I, but when I'm older, I feel like I would want to take one on, but just not now because perfect grade also takes like, it usually takes people like um, a few days to a week to finish. Um, but my most expensive kit that I've probably had was a master grade and it was like $65, I think. Wow. And it's, it's the, um, uh, the uh, Gundam 00 riser. Oh. And it's is, that the, is that the main character's gun down? Yeah, it's the main character's gun. Yeah, that one's tight as fuck. Oh. <laughs> you know, you, no, you saw it. You, you, you know what it is? Like, you yeah. seen it before? I seen, I seen Double Zero. Yeah, it like, it's, it's a hell big. It has like a, parts of a, like of a jet basically mm -hmm. on it. It's, it's amazing. It's crazy. So like, I bought that and it's, Double O is also like my favorite Gundam series. Mm -hmm. So it also holds like a special place in my heart. But uh yeah that's definitely my most expensive kit for sure amazing double zero is also one of the coolest spin-offs really yeah it really yeah. is um where did your love from singing come from oh um 
I could be just stereotypical and be like, oh, all Filipinos sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I will say that also does like a has a big part in it because like uh, as a Filipino and all my fellow, fellow Filipinos will know this, but in our culture, singing is big, especially like karaoke and such. So you just kind of grow up in that setting of like your aunts and uncles and your parents like doing karaoke at a family party. And so, of course, you're, you're exposed to it so much that you can't help but try it yourself. Right. And though, because like when I was, um, when I was in like seven and eighth, like in middle school, I was like really bad at like, I, I saw myself as really bad at singing. And like, I, I had this like traumatic like memory where yeah. like I was singing in front of like one of my best friends and she was like, uh, oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, man, like, what the, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? But um, and then after that, like, I just, I never sang in front of anyone, but like, oh, I, I never sang in front of anyone. But then, as time went on, I mean, during this time, I would only sing to like myself and stuff. I I only kept it to myself. But uh-huh. uh, I think as during during high school, um, I started singing with like another group of friends and I like you know I was just doing whatever I like I I was really nervous of course but I tried singing and they were like yo like you're actually really good and I was like shoot okay and then I joined the church choir and such oh. <laughs> I joined like my church's choir um but it's definitely like yeah the love of singing is from like being exposed to like family and support from friends definitely and also just because I love doing it right uh, yeah especially like I feel it is like a big stress reliever. It makes me like express myself as well. Mm. Sure. So when that traumatic experience happened, how long did it take for you to start singing? Like how long did it, that group of friends come into your life? Oh, um, so that thing happened, the traumatic experience that happened eighth grade. <sighs> then I didn't, the group of friends came in junior year. Oh, so, like, like three years, <laughs> three years. Yeah, I, three or four years. Kind of like it, I was like not singing to anyone, like not even to my like now girlfriend who like I've been dating since freshman year. Like I never sang in front of her, so like it was really it, it really hurt me that bad because I was like really self conscious. But yeah, even now I am a little bit self conscious, but I'm at a point where I'm honestly like, who, who cares, bro? As long as like you know. I don't care if anyone doesn't like my <laughs> Like, maybe if it's a little like, oh, if it's in front of a huge group of people, but I'm like, yeah, it's just whatever. I love right. doing it. Yeah. As you should. As you should. Mm-hmm. But can you dance? Oh, shoot. I do dance. I should. Oh, <laughs> he's got everything. <laughs> however, however, I, uh, I haven't danced since like, senior year of high school because i five months okay actually where the singing is right now before like in that three years is where like i am for dancing like i'll dance by myself <laughs> i won't dance in front of everybody and like it'll be just like if dance is like just doing like doing the like hitting the wall or whatever like that's fine but it's like actually dancing like no because uh i was i danced in high school from freshman year sophomore year and senior year i took Man. a break in the year but in a in freshman year i did i was part of hip-hop uh-huh. and uh k-pop Ooh. I, I love k-pop too so uh-huh. <laughs> and then 
<laughs> and then uh, sophomore year, I did uh, it just I just did hip hop, and then uh, senior year, I was uh, part of Tahitian, or like Polynesian. It's uh, like Polynesian dance. Ah, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I even like helped choreograph some dances. Like me and my mm-hmm. girlfriend choreographed some dances for our like you know high school spirit week. Mm-hmm. There's a show and stuff, so we needed to we helped choreograph for the show. But I haven't danced like seriously in a choreographed like in a choreographed uh, bit like recently. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I I don't dance. No. You should have interned for you should have interned for dance. Mm. You seem to know more about it than <laughs> Sean struggling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean that's why like I didn't want to dance. Like they even asked me to like join dance for PCN like last year and this year, and I was like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really. I don't really want to go into it. But also because like PCN dance practice last year was it happened really late like mm-hmm. nine to like 11 so i didn't have time for that really but i don't know maybe i'll if you know if, if i have like fun you know i have, it, if I have enough fun i'll start dancing <laughs> but um, the environment makes a man yeah definitely. if i dance in front of you then like you know i love you so like <laughs> i love you and i trust can you, you do some Sahitian dance i'm trying to see you shake your booty <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah for us like we didn't do that for because it was um the guys would do more like power moves really but it was like gentle like it would be mixed with like a little bit of gentle moves and then it would be some power moves because it's all like to the beat of a of a song and such i don't know like too much about tahitian but it was really fun i was like me and the guys were half naked in front of like the that must have been a sight. It was. It was. It was. It was weird. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's pretty cool though. But the dances are really fun. I actually still remember the choreo. So, Ooh. I mean, next time, yeah, I'll start. Doing next it. Time. <laughs> I still, I still remember it. So you know, just uh, you know, like I said, if I have enough fun, I'll start Tahitian dancing. It's good. So, your first console. Was a PS One? Yeah, for, since the PS One. One. What was the first game you played? Oh, I actually remember this too. Like it was, um, I forgot the name, but it's a skateboarding game. Is it? Is it skate? No, no, it's not skate. It's is a it skateboarding Tony Hawk? game. No, no, no. It's not like traditional skateboarding. It's a skateboarding game, but. It was like Disney characters or like Pixar characters or something. What the heck? The loading character. It was like, it was like, um, like they like, there was this one, like. Is it Jet Set Radio? Not Jet Set Radio. No, 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 no. Like it was like Disney characters and stuff. It was like there was just one cartoon in it. It's Rocket Power. No, no, it doesn't sound like that. Uh, I I, look it up. Look it up right now. Look up Rocket Power. It's Nickelodeon, I think. Oh, Nickelodeon. I mean, yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Rocket. Rocket Power. Because I played no, a game no, like no, this no. too. Oh, okay. No, it, it isn't It isn't this one. Um, let's see. Disney skating game. Is it, is it Disney? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure. <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard of that game before. No, that was... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was the first game I played. I th- I think it was on PS One. Maybe PS One. Yeah, it should be. Or PlayStation Two. Never mind. Not PS One. Yeah, I played on. It, it was the PlayStation Two. Mm. But um, yeah, I played that, and that was like hella fun to me. I love that. I mean, I don't skate. <laughs> But that was like that was really fun. When that game was um, that was the first game I I played, yeah, for sure. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you know like do you remember what age you were around when you first um, started playing games? I don't remember the age, but I do. I I remember living in the Philippines. So I was born in the Philippines, and I'm. Mm-hmm moved to the u.s when i was uh three or four mm. so i was born in 2000 so that makes it easy it was either yeah three or four because i let i got in the u.s in 2004 ish and yes yeah, so around three or four that's when i started playing yeah that's one of the earliest memories i had too so definitely. okay well what was your experience moving from the philippines to america um, I mean, since I was a kid, like a really small kid, I don't really remember much. Mm. I do remember, um, I do remember like, I, so Fremont wasn't like the first, or California wasn't the first place that I was at, or like that I, uh, I moved to it. I actually went to Michigan first. My family went Ooh. to Michigan. I have a lot of family in Michigan. Detroit too. Detroit, Michigan. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was Michigan. I remember it being cold though. And there, I remember like a waterfall, but after that, I don't really remember much. And then after, uh, we went to Newark, I first moved in there with like my aunt and uncle. Mm. And that's probably like the earliest I remember being in California is uh, in Newark. And then we lived in like Ardenwood area and then, you know, in Fremont and stuff. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you gone back to the Philippines? Only once, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, only uh, it was it was in sixth grade last time I went back. Oof. Yeah, so 2012, and that's like, man, I like I really I still want to go back to the Philippines because I haven't seen I have a lot of family there, of course, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen them in a while. So it's like you know, I want to I want to just be with them and be in the Philippines. Um, because I mean, even if I was born there, I do feel like very Americanized and such. Mm. Like, I don't even speak my native language anymore. Um, I mean, I understand it, but I just I don't speak it. And of course, my accent and stuff, it's very American. So, whitewashed, yeah, very, very whitewashed. And like, I lost all that. So, it's definitely like I do want to regain that experience before. I think in sixth grade, I wasn't as appreciative of like being at home. Right. But yeah, now I, I would be for sure. At least. Hmm. Is there any particular reason why you haven't been back? Honestly, it's probably, it's honestly just like, we just haven't had the time to. Hmm. Um, it was just, you know, uh, you know, my parents would work and it was just the timing of like, my brothers and such, because my brothers did go, both my brothers went back to the Philippines for college. Um, college? For college, yeah. Wow. For college, but um, they couldn't, uh, or like I couldn't come with them because I couldn't come with my parents 
who attended their graduation ceremony because they were uh or i still had school mm-hmm. and also because like i uh i had a uh what's it called like i was still i think my passport expired and we, oh. just, we just never got to like <laughs> you know to renewing it right. and then also like i was supposed to go like last year but then i needed to do like i needed to actually get my citizenship and stuff um mm. so it was like just a whole bunch of other it's just a bunch of reasons why but i think hopefully if covid clears up i think this year or next year should be good hopefully 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 yeah so this is a a lot this is a really common thing but have you ever gone on a plane by yourself no, actually, I've never been on a plane by myself. Even no, like yeah, at all, actually. And I really want to, but I'm kind of scared too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because my parents have talked to me about like just me going back to the Philippines by myself. Oof. And you know, just all that, and I'm just kind of like, like that sounds really good. I'd really be down to do that, but I'm also kind of scared because like I don't really know much. But I feel like you know when you do it the first time, you just like you can do it like as long as you, or, you know whenever you need to right but it's also because i don't have a lot of experiences like flying like i'm not scared of like flying in an airplane but i've only been on an airplane at least like what i remember i've been on an airplane like when i moved to the u.s and when i went back in to the philippines in 2012 mm-hmm. so it was very very like little experience and i guess that's why i'm also pretty like afraid to go by myself although like mm-hmm. Even though I'm afraid, I just think I'd still do it. You gotta take your first step somehow. Exactly. Yeah. So actually, maybe this year or next year. Advice now. Advice. You don't need anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, what are you passionate about? Damn, I got asked this for the uh, internship interview, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, my passion. Um, I get, but I, uh, what I'm passionate about, it's not like really specific things, really, that I like try and take my time into. I'm, I'm one big thing is that I'm very passionate in helping people. Mm. So, I'm, I'm usually the guy that like helps people, or like I'm, I'm the guy that the people go to to talk about their problems and such. Mm-hmm. And I love helping them too. But of course, like when I um uh or when when that does happen, like I I feel a lot of fulfillment uh and satisfaction from that. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean that's like I mean I'm really passionate about you know gaming and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. Gamer shit. Gamer shit, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. And um, what about your dreams and aspirations? What do you want to do with your life? And what do you want to be? Um, so going off at, um, you know, helping people, my passion about helping people. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, uh, I my major is uh, pre-nursing. So mm-hmm. I want to become a nurse actually uh a little bit because my family forced me <laughs> 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 no i mean like it's also um because 
so both my brothers are nurses. Mm. Very, very good nurses. My mom's a nurse. Um, my, I have multiple aunts and uncles that are nurses and retired and doctors and such. So the pressure was a little bit on, but uh, I chose nursing because, of course, it was it was the path that was like, it wasn't placed on me, but it was a path that I had the most familiarity in you, or familiarity in. And also it was, I, it was very, it seems like a very fulfilling occupation as well, because um, in, high, in a high school in like junior year, I did like, we did this like project, which is basically like we had to interview people for an occupation we'd want to take up in the future. Mm. And I interviewed it and interviewed like three nurses. And like, it was like, they all like, they all had, you know, similar different experiences, but the one like glaring similarity was like probably that they were all like, they all felt fulfillment from helping people. Uh, like when they, they see their patient get better and heal up over time and eventually leave the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I think like, that's, that sounds like amazing to me. So, um, but specifically, I, I don't want to be just a nurse. Uh, I want to go down the path of uh, oncology nurse, which is mm. a nurse who deals with cancer patients. Oh. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's definitely uh, a very uh, mental, like mentally draining job because I talked to even like my doctor about it. Like, oh, because they, they, she was a, a uh, oncology nurse before but she was telling me like yeah it's like it's really you just get really sad and stuff like because of everyone like all, all these patients like passing away and such and you can't sometimes you can't do anything about it I was like damn but like personally for me uh my in my family I, I had a lot of uh family members pass away from cancer so it also meant like a lot to me as well that's definitely like why I want to go into it because I was going through like a dark time when my family members passed away and I didn't really have anyone to help with that. So I feel like when, if I become an oncology nurse, I would help people, you know, I would make it easier. Like I'll try to help as many people as I can, even if it's just one person. Uh -huh. So that person doesn't have to go with you, through what you did. Yeah. So they don't have to go through what I did at least in a sense where like I can make them feel like there's someone like with them. Right. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> so, um, there's like, I don't know if you thought about this, but um, some people wish for a scenario to happen in their career. Like for social workers, one may say that for if, if the social worker was working with a child that had like depression or something, the social worker would help them and to see that child come out of it and become a happier person, like that kind of scenario. Have you ever thought about something like that in, uh, in your nursing and oncology field? Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. I think the big one is, of course, uh, seeing people beat cancer. Right. Sure. And I think that's like, I think that's why all oncology nurses, why, or why they all 
what they all want to see for sure. But I think that's like, uh, definitely when you see someone uh, beat cancer and like, personally, I've never seen it, but I can only imagine like, it's like someone going through like one of their biggest, if not like the biggest battle like, mentally and physically and they like and they overcome that that's like the greatest challenge and like that is something that I for sure want to see uh in personally in real life like mm-hmm. either by me or by anyone else it's like if I see anyone like go through that it's like that's amazing like I I have nothing but respect and admiration for that person that's definitely a significant that I want to see like Nice, nice, nice. Beautiful. It's a beautiful picture. Thank you. Let's talk about your your current business, Angela. Hmm. Like yourself. Uh, so uh, I have a, a small business called Fuego's Finds. Uh, hmm. a uh, like you know, I sell vintage clothes or just clothes that I've had. I personally owned uh, with great care. Hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I my prices are fair, at least what I think it is fair. <laughs> market. Um, so, uh, but I definitely, I even go lower sometimes than like what is considered fair. So if you, if you can check me out, it's called at Fuego's Finds. Uh, and yeah, if you have any offers or anything, if you're interested, just, just uh, DM me and I'll try my best to accommodate for sure. Amazing. So where did the business originate from? Where did, where did that idea pop in your head? Uh, yeah, it was, um, so I actually, yeah, it, I was actually selling clothes before this, like, I was selling clothes to one of my friends who had a, who has a clothing, who sells clothes, like, for on his uh, online store. Mm. I'll plug them too. It's a DNL shoe. D-N-L-H-S-U. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's a really good, he's like to my friend since high school and he's like just been plugging me a lot but um yeah I've been selling him all these clothes and like they're really good clothes too and even when I, I I started selling so many clothes because uh over time I can't really remember specifically when but I went from like a size large in like tops to like a like a large to an XL and then it's just because like I started working out more and such so like it just I got bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a lot of large clothes. I've been large since like high school, basically. And of course, like all that has accumulated, all that clothes and large have have accumulated. And they're all like really nice clothes too. So I started selling them like to my friend. And then like my girlfriend was like, why don't you just sell like by yourself? You know, because like you have, you know, a lot of people and such. And you do have nice clothes. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I could start doing that. So I actually, <laughs> I didn't start selling clothes on my own on Fuego's Finds. I actually started selling on my spam. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a place to start. <laughs> because um, I was like, I was pretty cautious like to sell them. And I didn't know shipping and such. And I was like, okay, if they're like, if they're people that I know, that's close to my spam they could just pick up or we could meet up and so i was like it, it was a little like test run but uh i sold a lot of good clothes on my spam 
based mm -hmm. it was like i would have the caption would be like the list of the thing and then the size and the price i put and then um it would be the instagram like it'd be like picture one would be this shirt picture two would be another shirt and then i just like i'll dm me and stuff yeah any questions you just want to buy and so i've been doing that i was doing that for like a year but i only dropped clothes for like three times uh but then like it was quarantine yeah it was yeah it was like this coin this covid uh pandemic uh my girlfriend was like you should just make a page you know like because it'll be easier to because i had a lot of backlog and stuff of course because right. the spam had a has a very limited audience spam is a spam yeah so i was like yeah you're right i should just have a, a business one so uh where i was uh i put on my spam like oh if i were to make a dedicated like clothes page for selling selling this stuff uh would you guys you know follow and support and everyone was like yeah yeah of course mm -hmm. i mean yeah shit, they're on my spam like so uh yeah so i started the page during like i think a few months when the pandemic started and i i think we're just i was looking for a name i don't know what to put it was like fuegos fits or like or like by angelo something by angelo or whatever it was like really weird but then i think i put up like fuegos finds and i was like mm. yeah and that, oh, yeah, that was the, yeah that that hit i was like okay that's it that's it so that's how it, that's how it started for sure very glad that it wasn't Fuego's Closet. <laughs> I actually wanted to avoid that. <laughs> good, <laughs> was, good. Everybody's like, it's like, oh, like Matt's Closet or like Alyssa's Closet. No, I'm just saying those names, not pointing, because not pointing fingers, because like that's not just anyone specifically, but that's like an example. Like they just uh -huh. put Closet, and I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. How many names? How many names do you think that you've thought of before finding Fuego's Finds? It wasn't a lot, actually. It was probably only like three or four before I did Fuego's Finds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot because usually I look at like, so the first letter, like Fuego, I'd look for something that has a ring to it. So I'd look for something that has the same, a word that has the same letter. So like mm -hmm. that. So alliteration. Like, yeah. yeah, alliteration. So I was like, okay, Fuego's. Fuego's fits, Fuego's oh, formulas, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember the other names, but it was uh, it was really like it was a short like, and I did this. It wasn't like a long process either. It was like I, me and my girlfriend were thinking of this overnight, and then I was like, oh, Fuego's finds. That's it. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. I think it's a good name. Thank you. It's, it is. It's pretty cool. What is it? It took me. For my kitchen, it took me what nine different names, and I yeah. had people vote on it, and that yeah, took like that took like two days. And yeah. now I, I love it. I think it's tight as hell. But this oh, you left this in the kitchen. Yeah, you left this in. I can't. I can't cook anymore, bro. This situation's been killing me. I, yeah. I've been wanting to cook, but <laughs> I don't want anyone to get upset, or I don't want to get anyone sick. No, 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 that's good. I mean, if you if you get me sick, I'm still gonna eat from you. I don't care. So no, bro, <laughs> you're gonna die. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool, man. But yeah. Um. So, how's the direction of your your little business going? Um. It's it's pretty. I feel like lightweight. I feel kind of bad because I've often been like neglecting it a bit, mm. just because like 
have school and work and I don't really go out and thrift a lot. Like I don't go out to thrift stores and actively find like things to like, not, not uh, shops like Jug Life, or, like 89 Thrift. Mm-hmm. But like, I just, I feel like, you know, when they're in the bins and then they all like find all this, like this good stuff, like center swooshes and like vintage, like vintage Nike and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I, I don't have really the time, the energy to do that. Um, because the shop was really to sell my clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it started, and it started off really good. I mean, it's, it's still been doing really good, but it's like, uh, sometimes like, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to commit to like going out and such as well, because of course we're still in a pandemic and being in a place where it's just full of old clothes and people touching it, it's like, yeah. Yeah, so like it's definitely something that I'm like, oh like I don't know if I want to do it. Um that's why I really only stuck to selling my clothes. Uh or even selling some of my close friends' clothes because uh, they gave me some clothes to sell. And um so definitely like it's not as like active as a lot of people, but I try to assure that almost every drop that I have, it's uh there, there's a lot of like good stuff that people like that people want to buy for sure. Like oh. I try, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. And, and I want to, I want to try to accommodate almost all sizes because, you know, I'm a large and stuff. And like, an, but now I'm an XL, and uh, I'll try to accommodate like medium and small or something. Like because of course everyone has a different body type, right. but it's like it's hard because also like people want. The clothes I have personally, and I was like, "No, don't buy my clothes. Like, don't buy <laughs> clothes. <laughs> the clothes that I'm putting up for sale. Like, I mean, like, I will put up like personal items on there too. But like, they want like, oh no, like, I want, I want this shirt that you have, and like the one that I wear a lot. No, like, <laughs> that's, that's my that's favorite shirt. I can't sell you that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, you, I mean, as long if they put a good price and like, I'm willing. But if I love the shirt too much, I'm like like no this is my shirt so Mm. but uh next drop for sure i'm actually gathering a lot of stuff um from it i have some stuff from my best friend that gave me yeah he gave me some vintage clothes and i have some stuff some stuff from uh uh my girlfriend Mm. and i'm also looking to also i'm also also looking to sell like some uh clothes like for uh women because of course she wants to sell some of her clothes as well Mm. um yeah it's like i need to like accommodate that into the shop too because i told her like i can sell your stuff you know like it's fine so there's some stuff too um for the women out there as well wow uh, variety man variety yes of course it's kind of because i mean i was on break but i've also been like finals is coming up and i have like you know a lot of other stuff going on so mm. kind of hard but uh i went posting soon i'm also part of the uh the fundraiser for pasta so do you know which uh do you know which box you're in i mean uh oh shit <laughs> wait no i'm in box i'm box three i'm box three, <laughs> I'm box three yeah that <laughs> one's that one's what five hundred dollars no 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 no. box one is seven hundred dollars <sighs> because that's the one with the ipad air and oh 
Yeah, and it has like a sixty dollar like jeepney hoodie, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then back like or um, bo- yeah, box two has box two and three are basically the same. The only different things is that um, they both have uh, crinkles from Buster Bites. Yeah, they have stickers from Nancy. Shout mm. to Nancy, Rocky Crafts, uh, and oh, Persimmon Pals as well. That's Dallas. Dallas. Um, but the only different ones is is a box or basket. It's called ba- yeah, basket. Two has a hand embroidered tote by Nikki. Nikki's creates. Mm. Really good. Uh, look at her page. <laughs> great, great page. <laughs> But it's a hand-embroidered, like, Filipino flag pasta tote. It's so sick. Um, and then mine is uh, a – it's two vintage tees uh, having to deal with the Philippines. And one of them is a I – mean, I can show them now. The, the, you want, uh, I mean, sure, if you want to show me, I, I'm the only one who's going to see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm actually posting about it later tonight or early tomorrow because it's the last week this week. Um, mm. to, you know, put in uh, your raffle tickets and such. But it's two vintage tees, both Philippines uh, related. One of them is a Hard Rock Philippines t-shirt, vintage Hard Rock Philippines. Really sick. The only one I could find that is Hard Rock Philippines. Um, and that's a size large, very good condition. Only a little bit of yellowing on the neck. Mm. And, uh, or the collar, let me see. And then um, and the other one is a vintage, uh, uh, well, not really vintage, but it's uh it's from 2012. It's uh Manny Pacquiao versus a uh, Bradley T, mm. uh, kind of like the style of a rap tea, which are like which is pretty big, and of course the uh, uh the thrifting vintage community. So it's nice. for sure uh, for sure something to look out to. It looks really nice. I, I am posting about it either tonight or tomorrow, but um that one also is like perfect condition. It's like there's no good flaws. Actually, what kind of sucks is that I think I got scammed. Like like wait. What happened? Because yeah. <laughs> I, the original, I was always going to have like a vintage Philippines t-shirt and a Manny Pacquiao tee as the two vintage tees I was going to sell. But I bought one, the first Manny Pacquiao tee is the one that's pictured in the basket uh, in the raffle fundraiser post by Pasa. Mm-hmm. But that one had like a sick design and everything, but that one like, the, I bought it and the seller like, the seller didn't like give me any notification that he sent it or anything. Cause usually they'll text you on like Depop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, so I messaged him on Depop. He didn't get, he didn't say he read it. So instead I found his Instagram. I messaged him on Instagram. He was like, Oh shoot. I'm so sorry, bro. I didn't, I don't really check my Depop often. And he was like, I'll ship it out tomorrow. And like with, with uh, priority shipping and stuff. And that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> so I was so this week I you know I already told like everyone that I told like people at Pasa I was like hey like I think either I got scammed or they're just not sending me anything so I'm just gonna buy another shirt and then I'll just figure this out like I'll figure out the whole money thing I mean it wasn't too expensive of a shirt but of course it's money lost and I want that back so but it kind of sucks but it, I mean it's okay I think the other tea I have the other tea I have for Manicaki I was really good too so it's good though. That just shows to be, you know, a little careful um, from here buying too. Of course, look at the reviews. So, yeah, it's good though. Purchase from a guy you trust. Fago finds. 
have, you know, I ask people to like, cause you know, people, pages would have a reference, right? Or a reference post. So like people can like, it's like they have a post on their Instagram and they link it in their bio. And it's basically the references like people who like leave reviews and stuff for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and just the comments are just, you know, reviews and stuff. And then I've asked like people to do that like several times, you know, but then like, they still like, just don't do it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I mean, not that I don't mind though, because like people who follow me are usually like people that I know and like, or who trust me and stuff. It's like, like, okay, I'm, I'm not a scammer. I don't even know how to scam dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but you know, of course there's going to be people that view your page that are, that don't know you. So it's like, for them, I want to be credible. But right. I do have like also, a dedicated highlight on my page that shows like the people who have gone my items and such and it's mm-hmm. uh good i hope that works as well yeah guy trust oh uh, focus finds i should have a slogan or something <laughs> yeah. that'd be that'd be sick that'd be sick. Maybe, maybe nice time. I'll, I'll think about it <laughs> other than your than your friend who got who who you sold your stuff to originally are there any other influences to continue doing this wait sorry can you repeat that again because i didn't hear the first part uh other than your friend that you sold your cause to like are there any other influences that that you can look at or like inspiration moral models that help you continue to keep uh your business alive um yeah definitely not just my friends but uh the thrifting community for sure mm. uh, because when i started i had kind of like i don't know before in high school I, my fashion sense was like like i was a dude that wore all nike everything <laughs> <laughs> head to toe and i had and i thought it was really cool when i wore like nike dry fit um legging or pants or whatever the running ones mm track pants and then um nike shoes like free runs or something and then i i wore like they're both black and white and then i wore like a a golden state warriors nike hoodie man <laughs> like when like not the one like just a regular pullover hoodie but the one like the warriors would wear um like for their pre-game like shootout and everything because uh-huh. like i'm really into basketball and so of course the warriors so i was like yeah like it, feel, it makes me feel like I'm a player <laughs> for the Warriors. So I was like, oh. yeah, like this is so sick and everything. And then of course when like college came about and like thrifting got at least like became more prevalent in my life because I met a lot of friends that did it. And I was like, yo, like like this is sick though. And um I started following a lot of like thrifting pages. Like of course the original ones are like Juke Life and uh 89 thrift and like highly dedicated and it was even at juke life's it was actually like a year ago it was, it was um juke life's black friday sale like at his like his own shop mm. in new york and i went with my with one of my best friends and it was like such a cool experience because like everything there was like was like it was all nice and such i wasn't i didn't really i, I didn't know like you know some terms or like vintage wash tees and how they looked really nice or oversized fit. I wore everything fitted. Um, I remember even asking like Juke Life, how much this 
it was like this Bulls championship, 1996 championship tee. Mm. And that word, Bulls 1996 championship is like a really big, like that sells. So if you want, if you have something from that era, from that time, and it's, of course, it's a t-shirt that looks sick. These usually go for like, like I think the lowest would probably be like 50, 60 to like however in the hundreds and such. And I remember asking Duke like, oh, like what, how much this shirt is? And I was thinking like, oh, it'll be 20 or 30. He said 60. And I was like, damn. The, <laughs> I was like, the hell? Uh, I, I don't know if I want this. I put it back. But looking back, I was like, that's, that, that's fine. Like that actually makes sense because, you know, that's what the hype is around. Um, but it, it was really good. So that made a thrifting community. Really, uh, uh, nothing else, honestly. I mean, my family, I, I, my parents have been pretty supportive. Like, they've been trying to find me clothes in their old closet that oh. they had me sell, which is cool. That's cute. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cute. So, like, it, it's really cool, too. And, like, um, I definitely think, like, my dad was telling me, like, oh, yeah, you get your selling um like this selling thing from like your mom because your my mom used to sell stuff I think I like had a shop and I was like I didn't even know that and I was like, yeah, it runs in the family dude <laughs> that, that econ going that business yeah. business mindset the OG Fuego's fine man <laughs> but yeah thrifting community and his friends have definitely put a, a big part in it for sure all right so San Fuego a lot and I think you told me already, but I think you should say it again. But your your true last name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my true last name. Um, it's not it's not Fuego. My <laughs> my last name is in Fuego. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> uh, but it's uh it's not Fuego. It's Del Fiero. Uh, it's uh it's pretty it's longer, but. Um, the reason why I went with Fuego because Del Fiero doesn't really have a, you know, a ring to it for an Instagram name. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do uh, Angelo Fuego. And like, because I was like, yeah, like it, it was a funny story because um, uh, so Del Fiero, it means of the iron. Uh, and I remember my science teacher when I was younger, like in fifth, sixth grade. She was like, oh, like your name means like fire. And I was like, oh, really? Shoot. So like when I later in high school, when I was in like Spanish one, I was like, hey, my last name is fire. It's Del Fiero. No, no, no. There you go. I was like, what? So I got hella embarrassed, but I was like, shit, dude. So when I was making up a new Instagram name, my Instagram name, my handle was like, it was so like my first IG handle was hoodie guy. <laughs> hoodie guy because it was it was underscore hoodie guy underscore. Oh no! Like you know, I was like, yo, I'm the hoodie because I wore hoodies. Bro, I didn't. I had like two hoodies that I wore, but like it was so bad. And then after I wanted to change it because I was like, hoodie guy is so old. So I changed it to um, I changed it to Angelo, like no, <laughs> no. Angelo with L, so I was like, hey, yeah, Angelo. So I was like, yeah, but that was very short lived. I was like, no, this is stupid. So I was trying to oh, find a name. Goodness. And uh, I went with, I remember the story. I was like, Angelo Del Fiero. I was like, fire. So I was thinking, like, oh, Angelo Fire, Angelo Fiero. But then I was like, oh, Angelo Fuego. So uh, that's the story behind my, 
my uh, superhero name, Angelo Fuego. And it's kind superhero of funny. Superhero name. Superhero name. Yeah, it's funny because now people think, people think like my actual last name is Fuego. And like, I don't blame them for it. So like, it's just, it's, it's like kind of funny, but it's like, it's pretty cool too. And um, even people, I know like Nikki, uh, her boyfriend is like, uh, told me that like, oh, how they describe stuff. Like they use my name. So it's like, damn. Call that shirt Angelo because that shit's funny. Oh man. I was like, dude. <laughs> like I was like, like I, I wanna like that's so bad, but I was like, but I love that shit. Like I don't think that's bad, bro. <laughs> like, and I was like, dude, that's a caption for my post, but I'm like, if I put that as my caption, that's just gonna make me seem like I'm hella self-centered. Like you're nar- yeah, a narcissist. Like a narcissist. So I was like, I can't do that, bro. So, um, yeah, I went with, with yeah, Fuego. That's pretty cool. It, yeah. I mean, that could be a slogan for your business page. That's oh, actually, oh, sh- wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, call my clothes me. <laughs> oh, you can call this drop Angelo because. It's Fuego. Fuego. Oh, shit. I'm going I'm to use that, actually. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank, uh, thank that one guy. Nikki's, thank you, Nikki's boyfriend. Thanks, Keanu. Shout out to you and Nikki. Keanu and Nikki. Um, yeah, it's actually, it's pretty cool because, I mean, my name now, actually, like, the uh, alliteration of it, like, the meaning of it is actually pretty cool because my name is Angelo, so, of course, it's Angel. Mm. Uh, my But my full... My full first name is Angelo Ray because my dad's name is Ray. Oh. And Ray means uh, King. Mm. Angel King. That's pretty cool already. And then Del Fiero is of the iron. So it literally translates to like an Angel King of the iron. And I was like, dude, that sounds like someone from like Final Fantasy or something. <laughs> <laughs> you got Sephiroth and you got the Angel King of, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, of the Damn. iron. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. So like, I am. I, it's not that you know. I, I'm not ashamed of my last name for sure. It's just that Fuego has a nicer ring to it. Right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. And to wrap this up, what do you want to? What do you want to tell the world? Hmm. Uh, so to anyone listening to this right now, um, I love you. I really hope you guys are doing well Uh, and if you ever need anybody to talk to uh, no matter how like close or not as close as we are uh, I'm always there for anyone that's in my life so but I do wish for the best for you guys and uh, in any challenges or struggles or fights that you may be having right now uh, I believe in you and I know you can get through it because everyone is strong in every way so yeah that's definitely and uh please be safe actually during this time as well wear a mask always and avoid those who aren't and uh always get yourself checked socially distance but um keep in touch with those who uh you love and then also a shout out to uh to my girlfriend (laughs) <laughs> that's my girlfriend Stacy uh, I've mentioned you a lot here and I know we're going to watch this podcast later 
but uh, we're gonna listen to this. Uh, I'm gonna listen to it, listen to it with you. But um, yeah, shout out to you, Iru. You have been uh, one of my main motivators in life, and I can't thank you enough. What a sweetheart! Shout out to Joel too. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you uh, for uh, for this time for having me here. I feel very honored when you texted me about this and also very worried, but you did a really great job too. Thank you. Happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. And shout out to Liana. Liana. Oh, both. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey Liana. Over here. She's, 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 she's just vibing. Yeah. All right. I'd like to say some things. I'd like to say thank you to the people who talked to me through this. There's Simon. Serena made the spreadsheet. I have Leanna and Elijah as editors. I have most of the intern class who's interested in supporting the show. And Leanna came up with the name Core Communication. Beautiful name, beautiful pun. And um, that was the first episode of Core Communication. I was today's host in which communication will not always be me. It will be um, continued with other interns who are interested in different topics that they sign up for. And that's it. Thank you for listening. And please continue to support this show, Communication. Put us out there anywhere. That's it. 